Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Perfectly Good Podcast, your John Hyatt podcast, where my podcast sister and I, Sylvan, are counting down every John Hyatt uh, song in alphabetical order. We are driving a dirty car. We really should go to the car wash and try to get that fixed. Still mud season in Vermont, Jesse. Okay, yes. So there's no good. Yes. Yeah. So how are you doing, Sylvan? This journey, it seems like it's going so fast. And I was really looking forward to this song. And it really struck me as a surprise that we're already on our third song from the most recent John Hyatt album. So if you're joining us for the first time, Jesse and I are two fans who are taking on the huge endeavor of talking about every John Hyatt song from A to Z, which when we started, we knew would take about five or six years. And because John comes out with albums so regularly, John, if you could do us a solid and make sure that all of your song titles start at the end of the alphabet going forward, that'd be great. (laughs) But this is actually the most recent album and it's been out for a while now. And I probably haven't listened to it as much as I've listened to some of his classics, but it was really great coming back and really digging into this song, which is Changes in My Mind. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about this one. Do a little bit of housekeeping. By the time we are releasing this one, you could be on a plane heading to New Orleans, correct? I could, yes. Uh, Lifelong dream to see John in my birthplace of New Orleans. And he is playing, not the main stage, but one of the stages at the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. And I'm going with a good friend who, of course, whenever you're traveling to a big music festival, you have to give and take a little bit. I've said, this is my bucket list. I have to absolutely see John. And another bonus is how many of the festival performers have covered a John Hyatt song. Might have to come up with a bingo card of how many covers I can see, how many different John Hyatt songs I can hear performed by other people while I'm down in New Orleans. And I will definitely report back on that. Yeah. Are there, besides John, who are a couple other highlights that you're hoping to see or that you're, uh, the Neville brothers, obviously, New Orleans favorites. Joel Sonier is a, one of the many who have covered Have a Little Faith in Me. And right now I'm in a John Hyatt yeah. space. So I will definitely report back on the full list when I come. Thank you. That is awesome. I am so happy for you. I will, a couple of weeks after you, I am going to see Jason Isbell in in Austin. And I've never seen Jason perform live. I am really looking forward to it. And in a, we don't usually do this segment, but we're going to, HBO has a documentary about Jason Isbell recording reunions the a couple of albums ago. And it is a brilliant documentary. And there is a scene, I don't know, have you seen the documentary? I haven't, no. Okay. So there is a scene where they are, he and his wife, uh, Amanda are talking lyrics 
and they're debating on the pronoun and should it be if or is or then and they're going over and over again and and he's either she says or they're like she has a master's in fine arts in literature so this kind of thing matters and uh-huh. he said, if I was writing rock and roll, we would not spend a lot of time on these word choices, but doing what we do, these word choices matter. And I smiled so big because of you and I going through the lyrics and picking, oh, I wonder why he did this and why he did that. So I recommend it very strongly. It is, it is, it talks about his tough upbringing. He is a child of a broken home and he, there was something that was heartbreaking. He, his mother tells a story that she said, he goes, I love, I love my daddy because he's my daddy, but I don't think I'd love him if he was my husband. And he told that to his mom and pretty, pretty great stuff. So I, I recommend that strongly. I feel that Jason Isbell is one of those people that are a spiritual descendant of both Hyatt and Springsteen and many other great musicians and songwriters. So check yeah, it I was trying to recall and I could be imagining this, but I feel Lily actually opened for Jason Isbell at one point, or there's some connection between Lily Hyatt and Jason Isbell. I wouldn't doubt he is when he was doing a, a few years ago, he was doing a series of shows at the Ryman, uh, Mm -hmm. the original home of the Grand Ole Opry. And he did, he had a different female musician open for him often of African-American descent because he believes that country music should be opened up to more diversity. Yeah. I would have no doubt that her style of music very much fits with Jason's music as does John's. This is that Americana bucket, which as I know is a made up term, but it does seem to fit. It's not quite country. It's not quite rock and roll. It's not quite folks. Uh, Let's call it Americana. (laughs) Yes. And I, I was talking about my fanzine earlier. I actually created a series of quotes on a page that basically said that the Americana label was the thing that was waiting for John Hyatt his whole career when everyone was saying, is he a rock musician? Is he a blues musician? Is he a folk musician? What is he? He's an Americana and we just needed to come up with that label. Yeah, I think that is really well said that it was waiting for him. and. It is done, and we've talked about this many times. He seems to be at peace with his career. I know mm-hmm. many times that Lily is the one that would wish she would have wanted him to have more success, and he seems to be okay with it. And uh, I love that he has that peace. And yes, uh, hey, and he has a podcast devoted to him. <laughs> That's got to be up there, right there, right? Yeah. Who can say that? <laughs> exactly. All right. We are talking changes in my mind. You've already talked a little bit, but how about give us just the facts? Just the facts. This 
is the third song we've discussed from Leftover Feelings. It is track number nine on that album, which was the first so far uh, released as John Hyatt with the Jerry Douglas Band. Fantastic musician in his own right, Jerry Douglas, the Dobro player. This was nominated for a 2022 Grammy for Best Americana Album. It was recorded in Studio B, which was famous for having some recordings of Elvis. It charted in uh, the Dutch Top 100 at number 10 and the German at number 28. And I just wanted to note that I have not yet seen the documentary about the creation of Leftover Feelings because it was only released through film festivals. And I did have an opportunity. I would have had to drive, I think, to Connecticut to see it, but I just didn't get my act together to see it. Hopefully, fingers crossed, if anyone knows how to push to get people to release that album on one of the streaming platforms or do another re-release through film festivals, I would love to see it. Because unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to see it. During that movie that Jerry and John noted that they had had similar paths for a long time. They had met on the Wilded Circle Be Unbroken, which had lots of famous musicians or the lesser known famous musicians and a great compilation. And the movie has quotes from Dolly Parton, Lyle Lovett, Emmylou Harris, and Ronnie Crowell. I wish I could quote them now to talk about if they specifically got into this song, Changes in My Mind, or what they had to say about the album, but maybe someday. We've got many more to talk about from this album. I think that covers just the facts. Yeah. I reached out via the website of the, the documentary and went to the contact page and played the, Hey, we do a John Hyatt podcast. We'd love to have (laughs) you talk. Anyone want to promote this? So yes, I do. I do hope that sooner or later they will, it will be picked up from someone and shared it it does look like it's going to be a great film and i would love that one step over the line is one of my favorite moments from that will the circle be unbroken i think volume three with him and roseanne cash and that they just look like they are having so much fun when they recorded that yeah absolutely she's one of the best covering his songs and one of the earliest too. I love Roseanne Cash. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to break down this song. We will be back in just a minute. Hang tight and we'll see you in just barely. We'll be right here. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash Pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica report. And you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. And <laughs> see? We're back. Hardly any time at all. Before we get into lyrics, I did, we put out the call for, to our wonderful people in the John Hyatt fans. And of course, Jamie Rogers, who is so good to us, is quoted. He said, I love both of these songs. By the way, we're doing two songs tonight as we always do. Last week, we talked about the first song. Both are songs that if written and performed by quote-unquote popular artists would likely represent the pinnacle of their artistry. For John, they are strong songs and a sea of mighty songs. Changes in My Mind is one of the songs that has really stuck with me off the latest album and is yet another example of how I believe that John has few peers with regarding to the quality of the songs he is writing this far into his career. So thank you, Jamie. I appreciate that feedback. Before we get into the lyrics, any general thoughts you want to share about this one? I think the lyrics will lead us to the thoughts. Although it did occur to me that I didn't mention when we were talking about just the facts, the date that Leftover Feelings was released, May 12th, 2021. And Jesse and I are recording this mid-April 2023, which means I I think it might be imminent that we get an announcement that another Hyatt album is coming. So (laughs) with fear and trepidation. Yes. Yes, absolutely. We will have to have a discussion about that. All right. I, my quick thoughts is once again, this has very lush backgrounds with beautiful strings and he is doing a deeper range when he sings this one. Yeah. Uh, Last week we talked about it was in his higher range and this one, there is a little deeper range. So you want to, I'll start this time. I'm sleeping in a fog. I'm driving a dirty car. 
Through the nightmares in my mind, I'm hitting all the puzzle pieces of the lifetimes you and I left behind. It's not like I'm going somewhere, tracking back crossed, cross-burned-out bridges to become the man I thought I'd be for you and me. I love the idea I'm sleeping in a fog and I'm driving a dirty car. Like, where do you start? This should be heavy-handed poetry, but it's not. And I don't know if it's because John is singing it, as you said, in that low register that brings you in nice and close, or that he's taking his time with these images. But, yeah, we've got fog and a dirty car and nightmares and puzzle pieces and lifetimes left behind. But we're just calmly going through it. It's like we're behind the wheel on a very smooth road that is cutting through these visions that aren't exactly peaceful or happy. This isn't put the top down kind of journey. This is a cuddling close with the outside pressing in on your windows and feeling the comfort of being somewhere safe. I'm right there with you. I I did my one week in the penalty box. <laughs> so apologies, John. Not Hyatt. Our yes, yes, John. Very grateful yes, listener. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. In Bruce Springsteen's The River, Stolen Car is one of his songs. And it says, and I'm driving a stolen car down on Eldridge Avenue. Every night I wait to get caught, but I never do. And the premise is, if you don't pay attention, oh, did he stole a car? It's no, I'm driving a stolen life. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to have this what I have, and I think I'm going to get caught sometime. That was what I first came to mind when I heard this. I'm driving a dirty car through the nightmares in my mind, hitting all the puzzle pieces of the lifetime you and I have left behind. It's not like I'm going somewhere tracking back crows back up bridges. So I'm like, okay, where are they at in their relationship? In this relationship, I'm a little confused at this point in the song. Where are they? What are, where are they in this relationship? Has he let her down? Has he, has he failed? Is there, is this a, they've gone through a bad patch. Now they're better. I don't know. And what do you think, Sylvan? I'm probably getting ahead of the first verse here, but to me, I I have been divorced once because I will never get married again. And I have also suffered from clinical depression. And at some point when you have a mental illness or if even you have a physical illness, sometimes that becomes another character in your relationship or another part of your relationship. To me, what I feel he's describing in this song is trying to connect with his partner and not let this third party drive the car, not let this third party overwhelm him so much that he can't focus on himself or the woman that he loves. So he's hitting all the puzzle pieces of the lifetimes you and I have left behind. There's all this baggage that I want to let let go of because 
they are behind us, but yet here they are still coming up like a pothole or something like that. And I want to become the man I thought I'd be for you and me. It's searching for oneself in a way to be in the relationship that you want with the person you want to be with. But first, you have to first be the person you want to be. Okay, I can see that. I can see that a lot. What's next? I wake up as it clears and I feel to hold you near. And in your heart, I find changes in my mind, changes in my mind. It's certainly a trap that some of us fall into that we think if we find the right partner, our own troubles will go away. Not true. And I think as we go on with this song, we can prove that to ourselves that John is not telling us that. But you do sometimes need someone to hold on to that you're having a nightmare, you reach out and there's someone there to comfort you. That makes all the difference. And you can change your mindset if you get out of your own mindset and remember that you're living not just for yourself, but you have a partner to find yourself and anchor yourself. I guess I see that. And I think the idea I wake up as it clears and I feel to hold you near is such a, and in your heart, I find right changes in my mind. You can't rely on your partner to fix it, but mm-hmm. you can, they can be there to help you through the changes you need to make. We got another, I thought, really lovely guitar break in the song. And I think because <laughs> I'm less than a month away from seeing Springsteen live with their wild guitar <laughs> solos, this was just, once again, a really lovely break. Understated. In, yeah, understated is the perfect world word. The bulk, the backing music on this is very understated. It's, if I could not break from all the thoughts that I mistake for things I are to do, shot my mouth off, broke the levee, sink down 20 leagues into a sea black blue. Yeah. We've all said things we shouldn't have said. We've all misspoken. We've all hurt people that we care about without meaning to. And I just love this honesty he's saying in there that. And he's acknowledging that his thoughts are not him. He can separate those two things. I can break from all these thoughts that I mistake for the things I ought to do. Yeah. That he doesn't have to be driven by. I'm going to say that this is a song about his depression and I could be wrong about that, but I'm also going to stand by the fact that John has said many times that if you hear it, it's there. Yes. And we often talk about that some of these are fighting of addiction. Mm -hmm. That also is very prevalent. He is very vocal about his sobriety. And so I I can absolutely see that. Why don't you go through the next few verses for us? Because everybody knows that I'm a fool, but you're the only one who knows me better. Better to know that better is all we get. Baby, you bet. I get chills for that. Yeah. It's a very sly way of saying, hey, I'm not perfect. Better to know that better is all we get. Baby, you bet. And it's that assurance that 
I'm going to do the best I can and it's not going to be perfect, but there's an acceptance in there. He doesn't say that you love me for my imperfections, but I think it's very much implied. Yeah, because he's saying everyone knows that I'm a fool, but you're the only one who knows me better. The true side of me. The We all put on faces for the public where mm-hmm. we are the life of the party. We are the person that's always optimistic. We're the person that's go and the jumping around the stage, playing the guitar and yes, riding with the king. Yes. And then that going back and saying, you, you know me better. And that sometimes trying to do my best is all we get. I tried hard and that's okay. The, we go back to, it's the thought that counts, right? Mm-hmm. You get a bad gift, right? That's the thought that counts. That truly is intentions. And I'll get on my soapbox for a little bit. I think that's one of the things that hurts us as a society is that we don't try to see behind the person's statements and go, did they have malicious intent or did they just say the wrong thing? They didn't mean to be malicious. Um, And that doesn't excuse people for being cruel or unloving, but there are just some times where. For accepting a correction. Yes, exactly. Right. And as I disappear and I feel to hold you near, it's in your heart I find changes in my mind, changes in my mind. We go back to, you can't fix it, but you make it better. Hmm. Help me, um, that there's sometimes with all that's going on in the world that's pushing and pulling us, I go back to that safe place to fall. You are where I have. This is another mature love song, Sylvan. Mm-hmm. That relationship that has been, um, and I was going to bring this up and I forgot to do it. What is the year difference between last week's song and this year's song, this week's song? Mm-hmm. Last week was 2010 and this is 2021. 11 it's years. 11 years. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I'm not going to say he's still writing. I'm saying though, there is that maturity. This is a, this is a similar theme to last week's episode, or at least I do a mature love, a love that is maybe not all shiny and new. It is. We know how hard this can be to work through that. Yes, agreed. And there, there was, of course, many songs written in between that time. And most novelists say that everyone has a novel in them. The great writers just find a way to rewrite that story over and over again. And I think that's what we're finding with John is he's rewriting the mature love song over and over again in ways that frankly I still find surprising as we're going through and we're we're coming across these lines that are just like whoa yeah I- do we leave off there yeah <laughs> do we leave off a baby you bet 
Yeah. We know we need, we got to like a cloud that gets away on one boy's endless summer day. That's how I think of you as I journey out cross Heel and Dale, but it's too late because all the while you've disappeared view. And in my dream, the moon comes up as darkness draws across the valley, like someone's taking x-rays of my heart, the broken part. This morning comes so clear as I feel to hold you near. It's in your heart I find changes in my mind. The cloud on a one boy's endless summer day, the idea of there's not a cloud in the sky. There's all happiness. Mm-hmm. There's that cloud. It's just so amazing. Yes. Yeah, I, absolutely. And it, it didn't have to be a boy's endless summer day, but I think putting it in that frame of innocence works so perfectly because just what we said that this is a mature love song, but it's finding that peace that you never really have as an adult, that feeling that this day is going to last forever. And I'm sitting out here in the sunshine, enjoying a walk through Hill and Dale, but you disappeared from view. It kind of shifts from the positive to the negative that darkness draws across the valley, like someone taking x-rays of my heart, the broken part. And it's feeling a little lost. But then again, we're returning to the light with morning come so clear and being able to hold that person, that image of morning coming and holding someone. I can't not think of this as a married couple who have woken up next to each other for decades. And maybe that's just knowing John wrote this, that's coloring my perception, but I can't imagine going to reference our other podcasters, Taylor Swift, who do T to Z. I can't imagine Taylor Swift singing this song and pulling it off, not because she isn't an incredibly talented musician and could perform anything she wants, but there's, I think, a needed age to the voice and an age to the singer to come up with the sincerity that's behind all of these lines. Yeah, I, absolutely. And yes, all shout out to her. She was Gav, Gabe, who was on the podcast with me, her first love was Bruce Springsteen, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Take a drink. Yes, it did. And so she, she took, she joined me to talk Bruce and then we talked Taylor. And I do think that's a, I think this is a song that is written after a lot of miles in a marriage <laughs> together. And the, my dream, the moon comes up, right? And darkness draws across the valley. Someone's taken x-rays of my heart, the broken part. I'm sharing that with you. And I just, I love the idea that he's, he reaches over and I, he gets to pull his partner to his side, their side, and in your heart I find changes in my mind. You are 
the healing drug, the healing elixir that I need for all these things that are in my mind. And love can't fix everything, but it is easier to face that together than it is apart. And I think this is a beautiful way to do that. Yeah. And I'm struck by the fact that he's decided to use the word changes. He's not saying love in my mind, love in my heart. He's not saying peace in my mind. He's not saying comfort. He's saying change. And that could be a positive or negative. I think if we're thinking about love songs and so forth, if you say that my lover changed my mind or they changed their mind, there's a fear involved there, but there's no fear in this song. It's comfort. And I think that goes back to the idea that she is changing him in a positive way and that she's not curing him of the depression, but she's allowing him to process it. And it's that churning, changing of a chronic disease that you have to constantly rebuild yourself and give yourself the strength. Yeah, I agree. And that the idea that this is a continuing journey for them. Mm-hmm. He's in that dirty car. He is the, the, it, sleeping in a fog, right? And there are m- nightmares in my mind. It, at the very beginning, he talks about in all the lifetimes you and I have left behind. This is, Love doesn't cure all. There is, if we are talking about addiction or insecurity or depression or whatever you're doing, it is a process that you have to work on together. And it does help to have a someone by your side who's there to, and you can't, brainwash them, it changes in my mind. Moving me to the right way. There is a negative mindset and a positive mindset. And there, the studies show that laughter makes you, can help you heal. Having a positive mindset can make a difference in your life. And I think he's sharing that this partner in his relationship the person who's telling the story, which is not necessarily John. There is emotional truth, as we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. This is in this character, that story he is telling that this partner is giving him the in your heart. I find changes in my mind, which is absolutely very beautiful. Yes. And I really love the vulnerability of Someone's taking x-rays of my heart, the broken part. And it's bringing that brokenness and the literally you can see right through me to the partner that you're taking it all. You're not getting the first date. I'm dressing in my nice clothes and not talking about anything heavy kind of person. You've got it all right to the center and 
being with you changes my mind in a positive way. It makes me stronger. It gives me the ability to let go of some things and go forward and let go of that broken part is how I'm reading it. And I do think it is open to interpretation. Yeah. And I think you could absolutely draw a line from have a little faith in me to this, right? Where Absolutely. The partner has had faith in them and they have Mm -hmm. worked there and it has been a journey that they've continued to work together. Yeah. I just, uh, another really wonderful song. And as we talked about last week, I was listening to this song and last week's song and it was a really nice duet. Nice two pack. Oh, sometimes they don't go together, but these two really complimented each other and in a odd way even though they're that many years apart that similar themes and similar emotional intelligence emotional feelings on it yeah so when we were talking about carry you back home there the theme of give and take came up quite a bit but overall i would say that song was about the narrator, we can call him John Hyatt, being the strong one and carrying his partner, literally. In this, I think he is asking for comfort from his loved one. And that takes a kind of strength that is actually a lot scarier to put oneself out there and say that, yeah, I am broken and I need you to at least be there and witness as I work through the changes that I need to find in my mind to reset myself. An interview just came back to me that John was talking about a completely different song that we're going to get to many years from now because it's towards the end of the alphabet. And then he just offhandedly made a switch from talking about this depression to saying, Oh, but I saw my doctor and a little change in my meds and I'm all set. And I'm sure it was tongue in cheek, but I think this song is also rare that it acknowledges sometimes you need a reset and that reset can come from therapy. It can come from pharmaceuticals or it can come from a healthy relationship. And that's the thing is that these could be rather dark images, but overall they're building the picture of a healthy relationship that I'm not trying to hide anything from you. I'm not asking you to change my mind on your own. I am finding the changes in my mind with holding you near by getting the support that I have for you. I'm finding my way. Yeah. And I think that's a huge distinction that it makes this song pretty special. I absolutely agree. All right. It's ranking time. You it is ranking time. This time. The Big Green Mimi is pulling out one of her four-star ratings because it hits all the buttons. It's lyrically surprising and beautiful. It's musically complex, but also so simple that you can sing along with it. 
It's obviously quite emotionally impactful. And for all of those reasons, if someone had never heard of John Hyatt and I asked them a little bit about what kind of music do they listen to and are they into emotionally lyrics, I I would totally use this as an introduction to John's music. So four stars. I am right there with you. I really have enjoyed spending time with this song. It is so well done. And it is it is simple yet strong. And I was very happy that I got to spend time with this. And I like it even more after we spent some time talking about it tonight. So very well done. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our fours all the way around. Uh, agree, disagree, let us know. You can reach us on our Facebook page. We have the Perfectly Good Podcast. We spend a lot of time at the John Hyatt fandom page on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at Jesse Jackson DFW. Sylvan, they can find you at on Twitter at Sylvan Green Eyes and I'm Sylvan Groth on Facebook. Perfectly good podcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us a request about being on a future episode, our website is also listed on our Facebook page. So you can take a look at our schedule. We're also going to try to keep up with giving a little post about where our schedule is looking uh, about a month ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So another one. This was a lot of fun. Thank it you. was. I, as and always, love that we're on this journey together. Thank you so much, Jesse. I'm just pleased to be going along the journey with you, the long road ahead of us. And this was definitely a song that makes perfect sense to end by reminding us and everyone who's listening, have a little faith. Have a little faith. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Baby, we can come on home. Put the cow horns back on the Cadillac and choose the message on the court of It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.